This is the Think Tank for Thursday, February 15th, 2018, Valentine's Day in the rearview mirror. And now the part of the year where love is no longer, is now optional. <laughs> Discount chocolates. See your nearest grocery store. Yeah, go get some chocolates. Uh, if you want to get your, your post-Valentine's Day flower discounts, if you're like into that stuff. Yeah. You're like used roses. For Anybody all... die recently? You sure. Got, you got your flowers ready They're... to go. Half price. Yep. Just, uh, man, day after Valentine's Day, the best day in the world. Valentine's Day itself, worst day of the world. Mm. It's awful. I yeah. mean, you got to pay full price for your candy. You yep. can't go out anywhere because everybody's out. And it, it, that's a whole other scam. And this year, it's a religious holiday, too. Uh, awful. Dash uh, Wednesday for all you Catholics out there. Mm-hmm. It is the, I heard, 300th Mardi Gras. Really? Yes. So apparently this is going to be the most lit of lit yeah. Mardi Gras. I'm following the tweets of all my Saints players. Yeah. Uh, my Saints players. Yeah, your Saints? The Saints that you abandoned when Shut they needed up. you most? Um, following <laughs> the tweets, and they're all saying it's lit. And they're also saying, if you don't live here, don't sh- fucking show up. We're having a great time. <laughs> Literally, Michael Thomas said that. He's like, if you're not from New Orleans, don't come. <laughs> We're having a great party. Everybody here knows how to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Back off. Yeah. Uh, they they probably said the same thing to you when you abandoned them in their game uh, to, to get to the NFC. You want to call him out for that? This has not never been put to podcast. I think we should put him on blast because it's our first think tank in a while, and I want to start on a negative. Put me in. I'll put yeah, you on. I want to start on a negative note. Okay, that's what I want to do. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Alex decided. What was it? The was it the divisional round? It was the divisional round, correct? Yeah, the game they got eliminated. So it was the. <laughs> So the divisional He's a Saints fan, by the of way. the NFL playoffs, Alex is allegedly a Saints fan. Hasn't been one his entire life, but allegedly is no, he's one now. Sure. Or at least he identifies as one. Yeah, he, identi- yeah, yeah. he, he identifies. <laughs> More on snowflakes later. We're getting <laughs> uh, he, uh, he decided on that Sunday, that wonderful Sunday where he got to watch his team. And by the way, regardless of the outcome, it was a fantastic game. Mm. Was fantastic. A game. I think How would you know? <laughs> because I watched three quarters of it. Give it get the hell out barely. of here. Yeah, barely. So Alex decided to go to the city with a female. Not only did he decide to go to the city with a female on the day that his team, apparently, his team, but the girl had a boyfriend. Top shelf pussy. Off limits pussy. Pussy in the vault, it's never coming out, no matter how hard you try to crack it. See, that's a non-point, because even if it was open pussy, nothing would have changed. You can talk me into going if it's, if it's, if it's, if it can possibly be That's what you sell your team out for? Maybe. Well, maybe. You know me. J-E-T-S, they make the playoffs. I mean, you know, in a couple years. (laughs) You'd sell them out for some pussy? I wouldn't. Let me make you very clear, I wouldn't. But if I were to sell it off for pussy, I would sell it. For pussy, that's at least obtainable. I mean, I would not do it for Bitcoin. I would do it for cold, hard cash. I want gold bars if I'm going to abandon my team in the NFL playoffs. Story of your sex tape, man. It's true. No, it's it's abysmal behavior. It's, I mean, it's disgraceful, shameful, horrible behavior. And I actually don't think you're allowed to ever root for the Saints again after you pulled that stunt. You're just not. Fly, Eagles, fly, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point. Uh Alex, you've called this meeting of the council, of the Think Tank Council today, into order. I have. You have a roadmap. I'm going to let you steer this ship, do whatever you want to do. It's our first Think Tank in a while. Go for it. Well, step one, as with any Think Tank, beer. Yes. So I, this beer, I will admit, I have a confession. I did not pick this beer out. 
This beer was picked out by the guy who happened to be in the fridge at the same time as me. <laughs> okay. He said, what's good? And he said, that one. Yeah. So this is called, I always felt closer to IPAs than I did to people. <laughs> <laughs> From the Evil Twin Brewing Company. Appropriate. It is one pint of a double dry hopped IPA. Cans this time. So oh, wow. No Not just cans, massive cans. Pints. Yeah, they're full pints. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> but, hey, we only did a four-pack because Mikey's got school tomorrow. Oh. And we are going to be responsible alcoholics. Okay. And only drink four beers. Okay. When's recess tomorrow, this is, Mikey? Isn't this the same? This is not just two beers each. This is more than technically two beers. Technically. There's only, <laughs> t- there's only two cans for each of us, so it only counts as two. That's how it works. It doesn't matter how big it is. It's the amount of glasses. Uh, so two forties is still, still two. two drinks. It's still two. <laughs> sure, got it. <laughs> ask any uh, functioning alcoholic. And I don't know if that's how that actually I think, works. No, I, agree. Ask any alcoholic. I think that math me. checks out. And if you drink two forties, it's still two. I mean, I just did a little quick one in my head, and I think yeah, that yeah. math checks out. Yeah. <laughs> All right, ready? I right, go ahead. Oh, that sounds so much better with the new mics. Oh, that's gorgeous. Does it? That is a sexy ass sound of a. Yeah, of a Nico pop-up. has a new setup. He's got some fancy mics and a new mixer. And I bet he doesn't know what every button on that mixer does. I have no idea what any of them do, but I will say I can do this whenever I want. Right, Alex? Does that mute me? Yeah, that's exactly (laughs) right. (laughs) It's a great power, and I promise to abuse it at any chance I get. Okay, there you go. Did they hear me say he muted me? Uh, Maybe not. I don't know. He muted me. What an asshole. (laughs) All right, Michael, let's give it a try. Okay. Right, so what do you like? I like that? it. All right, that I beer, like people. It. I think it's pretty good. It's really dry. All right, you feel closer you to that, or do you re- feel you closer think to people? Really dry. I mean, it's drier than what we normally drink. Well, it's no Bud Light. But... It's no Bud Light. <laughs> but I don't think it's. Let's dry. This way. It's so dry, Brian would spit it out. <laughs> yeah, Brian was also used to drink UV Blue. Uh, classic. Okay. Classic Brian. You okay. got it. You got an agenda. So, the floor is yours. Do we want to start off with a rant? Because I got a rant for all you fucking people out there. That's exactly how I'd like to start off. All right. Listen up, fuckers on Tinder or Bumble Yo, or Time. Wait. What? Wow. Remember when he said he was gonna? <laughs> all right. You know You all need to hear this. You all need to hear this. At the beginning of this podcast, Nico said, "Alex, you have the roadmap. You called the meeting. This was your idea. I'm gonna let you uh, do your thing today, and I'll just jump in when it's appropriate." Michael goes, he's going to make it 30 seconds. You've made it less than 30 seconds. (laughs) Get this. Nico 2.0. Ready? Did you get a Tinder? No. Oh. No. Well, I have a Tinder. Uh, Nico 2.0, I'm going to step away. Keep going, dude. This is a new me. I'm I'm listening. I'm not talking. I'm listening. You didn't say... All right. Fine. Whatever. Good. All you fuckers, especially... uh, So, again, no surprise. I'm on all of the dating apps. Mm. Uh, Tinder, Bumble, Coffee Meets Bagel, even though Coffee Meets Bagel kind of sucks now. Tinder's not great. Coffee meets bagel. It's supposed to be a high class Tinder. What? Have you never heard of that? No. So it's an app basically where they curate the matches for you. Oh. So instead of just a, an endless pool of just swipe, 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 it like compares your profile and gives you people they think you'll like and that they think will like you. Okay. Sounds like. It's supposed to be targeted. Sure. Hasn't worked. So Sounds far. like a weird form of eugenics, but okay. Right. <laughs> Whatever. 100%. Update your taste. It's like the Pandora of people. Oh. <laughs> Blonde hair, blue eye. I mean, I mean, we're well, step that's, away. That's one of the big markets is that you can select. There's a lot more features to filter. Yeah. So I could, if I only wanted girls shorter than 5'5", five five, I could do that. That's creepy as hell. That's This yeah, is coffee preference. meets... 
Yeah. Preference? Yeah. Okay, one man's preference is another man's clan member. I mean, it, there's, <laughs> a, there's a fine line. I mean, how specific are we getting here? No, so you can do you can filter by religion. Uh huh. If you were a Jew who only wanted to date Jews because you didn't want to have that awkward conversation with your parents, sure. Well, you can filter it to only look for Jews. Uh huh. You I, know, again, we're just a step away from Hitler Youth. Just a step away. <laughs> step away. All right. So, coffee meets bagel, everybody. Nazis. Yeah. No. I mean, that's a clan website. I would say, actually, I think clan that. Yeah. Website. I'm. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say this is, <laughs> this is endorsed uh, by the uh, by, by the, the clan by the clan. Yeah. All right. Well, so I'm on that one. Bumble's the one that really really fires me up, and I was fucking heated about it today. I must have swiped through. I've probably swiped through over 200 profiles in my dating app career. Probably. And I think that's on the low side. You've, yeah. It's absolutely like a thousand. All right. So that I, so that I <laughs> oh, consider, yeah. I consider myself Wait, a content expert. When you say expert. swipe through, do you mean actually like swiping or do you mean like looking at the actual profile? I probably swiped through not looking about a thousand over, but I genuinely looked at about 200. Okay. That one, that I more believe. Yeah. Gotcha. Probably right, just just clarifying. And I think that out of those 200 that I actually bothered to read, I think probably 190 of them say, I'm an extroverted introvert. Listen, people, there's no such thing as an extroverted introvert. Fucking pick one. You can't be like, that's just another way to say, sometimes I'm outgoing and other times I don't want to fucking talk to you, Alex. God, shit. Isn't that exactly what I am? No, no, you're not. Pick one. You're an extrovert. Fuck off. I, well, here's the problem. It's like fuckers <laughs> like you being like, yo, I don't really want to put myself in a box, box. man. Yeah, I don't like, want to label I didn't, it. I didn't say I'm that. kind of my own person. Like, at, so like at times I like being at home and at other times I like hanging out Everybody with Everybody likes fucking doing different things. Not all the time. <laughs> that's just being a person. Pick the one you do more. That's the label. Sometimes I'm a summer. Sometimes I'm an autumn. I just go between the seasons. If you like it, you got to put a label on it. Yeah. In the words of Beyonce. <laughs> Hasn't that gotten you in trouble before for not doing that? Uh, and mm. <laughs> and here I am. I've never heard this phrase before, but I could see. You've never heard that? No. Introvert introvert? Oh, really? I have. Dude, you got to get on really? Bumble. I've got to start reading. I don't. See, that's the problem with Bumble. <laughs> you don't I don't read. read. You don't read the profiles. It's full on picture books, well, man. Doctor Seuss. Well, with Bumble, it's nice because as a guy, you can just blindly swipe. So, little backstory for everybody who doesn't Bumble. Sure. It's. When you match, the girl has to message first. Mm. So if she's genuinely kind of occasionally interested in maybe getting free food, mm. she'll she'll chat you up. <laughs> so as a guy, you just you cast the biggest net you can. Yes. On none of these apps, like, you know, I talked about the restrictions earlier. I'm not doing any restrictions. Big net. Big net. Big Lots net. Of it. I 100% agree. If I could get the bug zapper from the Simpsons movie, just toss it in there and fry all the... Oh, That's why when I go on Tinder or Bumble, I just I just mask click the like Oh, button. God, yeah. That's the entire way. Tinder cuts you off. Bumble doesn't. Right. Bumble, you could spend all goddamn day just swipe, 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 swipe. Oh, it's awesome. Sure. Now, Bumble not as effective in, in, no. in that respect because the women get to be very picky. Yes. Um, but it is, in a weird way, the app for the introverted extrovert. <laughs> because oh, it's it, not a thing. No, I mean, it is. It's for No, the, it's not. It's Well, yeah, it's not really a thing. First it's, off, if you were looking to combine them, the word would be ambivert. I looked this up. Oh, God. A-M-B-I-V-E-R-T. Yes. Such a nerd. Okay, ambivert. You're right, I am. But an extrovert introvert <laughs> is not free time. a time. <laughs> Where did you squeeze this into your like three fantasy league check-ins and and your uh, monster hunter playing today? I was super angry about <laughs> this whole extroverted introvert thing mm. because I saw another fucking profile that had it. So what was the definition for ambivert? I didn't look that up. I just looked up if there was a word. Okay, and that is I'll some that's someone in up. between. 
Yeah, yeah it's like it, you, it's melancholy is the other word. You know, right. sometimes you like doing this, sometimes you like doing it. Yeah, I get it. The other thing that fucking grinds my gears, all the same guys, it's uh, the line is, you know, I enjoy somebody who likes going out but still appreciates a quiet night in. Well, yeah. <laughs> no shit. No, hi, people. Hi, my name's Alex, and I like going clubbing every fucking night, man. <laughs> it's just I'm so souped up. We're just gonna go to the club again and again and again and again, and I don't give a fuck. When I don't want to hear you I talk. I feel like the walls are closing yeah. in on me. I don't want to hear you talk. I need loud music and flashing lights <laughs> all the time. Like, all the time. Yes. No, come on. The silence off. gives me seizures. As a matter of fact, I need constant <laughs> strobe lights in my eyes at all times. I guess that's true. It's kind of like the. Uh, it's kind of like. The the zodiac signs oh, where it's like when too. when you write a zodiac description for somebody you make it as vague as possible so it'll, it will never turn it, anybody off it's right. same thing with psychics it's just they go in yeah i see great success coming for you in the future yeah. you've had your ups and you've had your downs but <laughs> everyone has the cards say everything's gonna be okay it's like oh my god that's so my life hey, i just had i was sad this morning yeah holy fuck how did she know i swear to god it's fucking magical man I, i'm seeing someone in your life with the first letter m oh my god mom it's your mom my mom died she's trying to talk to you <laughs> fucking hell man i have a mom that'll it's be like, five hundred dollars right it's that thing it's like fuck yeah off. you are saying nothing about yourself in these descriptions yes but then again here's the problem with people more broadly and i'm the more and more people that i meet the more i'm realizing this is people have no idea what's interesting about themselves yes and part of that is that they're not very interesting so they have nothing interesting to say about themselves yeah. but there's such a lack of self-awareness it's like tell me the most interesting thing about you right now and people have no idea. It's yeah. like, oh, I like watching Netflix. Okay, yeah, we Fucking get it. Fantastic. Yeah. Sometimes I like going to the movies. Oh, did you, uh, you know, watch Three Billboards? What's that? Yeah, exactly. All right, well then, <laughs> then get the fuck out of my face. If you haven't watched Three Billboards, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, don't tell me you're a movie fan. Yes. Who's your Who's your favorite director? Yeah. I like Quentin Tarantino because I saw Pulp Fiction once. I've seen Pulp Fiction like five goddamn times. No, I know it is. It's true. In yeah. an afternoon. Yeah. Like, get on my level. I love sports. Uh, baseball's my favorite. I love Christopher <laughs> Colin and his Batman movies. No, fuck off. It is so no. You're very true. I mean, it, it, it's it's weird, and I don't know what it is about people because I, we've been led to believe that something's special with everybody, right? But I nobody think nobody can tell you what it is. Let me tell you something. Nobody's all that special. Wow. It, it's it's not that. I mean, there's like what two percent special people in the world, and everybody else is a different yeah, shade of boring. But, but I still think everybody else has. You can you got to pick one thing you're better at than the mm. average person. Sure, right? I don't know. You can ride a bike real fast. I don't fucking know. <laughs> um, but they don't look for it. They either don't look for it, or they don't want to tell anybody because they don't want to be off putting. Right, right, and that's you really in that last little uh, diatribe of yours hit the nail on the head of. Why I've called this podcast? People <laughs> are boring. Mike's got a story about these snowflakes in his in his PT program. People are boring. They don't want to blend in, and most importantly, well, they do want to blend in. Well, they do want to blend in. Sorry, they don't want to stand out. Right. They do want to blend in. They don't want to stand out. They're boring. They're snowflakes, and you're not allowed to be an asshole anymore. And that's my campaign for 2018: Ooh. bring back assholes. Wow. Okay. Um. Wow. Just on the, the whole dating profile thing, how yes. many times have you seen the word pizza? Because I've seen it a million times. Pretty often, but less than I love my dog. 
You know, they usually go hand in hand. Yeah. Yeah. I like pizza and my dog and curling up and watching Netflix. Yeah, no fucking shit, man. Literally a million times. I like winning the lotto and heroin and everyone likes that kind of shit. Come on. (laughs) What did pizza become something that was like a unique idiosyncrasy? No idea. No, I don't even think it's that. I think people just think they're being cute. Yeah, maybe. And it's just I like not pizza. Cute. You like pizza, right? But I, you're from Rhode Island. They don't have pizza there. I'm yeah, sorry. It's like it's like <laughs> it's like cuddle me and feed me pizza. It's oh like, my god! Oh I my, get that all the yeah, time. It's fucking everywhere. It's Say hi. Fucking poor <laughs> shit. No, that's an excellent point. Yeah, I never thought about it that way. Yeah, so many generic. It's just pizza and, and dogs. The only man. ones that are interesting are like the absolute whack jobs. Oh yeah. The only like, I'm like, looking profiles th- that are like inter- you're like wow like that is like very very interesting particular like all this mm-hmm. stuff they're absolute whack jobs. I'm looking to get married and my parents don't like you. They're gonna stone you out in the middle of the court. <laughs> like okay, <laughs> sure. There has to be a happy medium between the hipsters. There isn't. And- you want me to pull it out? Yeah. There isn't. No, I- you know, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do uh, it. Yes. No. Pull it out. There has to be something in between. Like I'm so much better than you. I'm a. There is. I'm a coastal elitist that only likes yeah. listening to Bonnie Vera albums. And the let's Netflix and chill yeah, sometimes. You, you want to know what it is? What you is? You don't it? have a profile. You don't put anything in it. You just Good put point. a picture or two. Good point. You let them find out after the fact and then make the judgment for themselves. I guess that's, that's exactly what the middle and then ground you go to is. Tinder, there's more profiles there. Uh, Most would... people on Bumble don't write don't write out all the words. Right. Okay. Um, let's go. These are these are random Tinder selections. All right. So the first one, not bad. Send nudes, please. If you're comfortable with that. If not, don't. Total your choice. I don't want to pressure you into anything you're uncomfortable with. See it right there. Fucking snowflake, man. <laughs> Hashtag me too. Bullshit like. Anyway. <laughs> ne- like. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Uh, next one. Oh, oh, this is fantastic. Oh, wait. Okay. This is just an ad. It says photographer, firebender, mountain sender. I don't know what that means. And then there's three cameras. Time out. Before you continue, this is what I mean about the absolute whack job. Here we go. Now we're This is an ad. This is an ad. Oh, okay. So it says Tinder profile in need of a facelift. Book a photo shoot with me. Five high res edited images for 50 bucks. That's only $10 per photo. Only doing this deal through Tinder. Like, um. Oh, here, here we go. Basic one, right? Yeah. This girl's name Amanda. She's okay. 21. That's She's the University of Hartford. Yeah. I like pina coladas and getting lost in the rain. Oh, fuck God. you. Like. <laughs> Wide net, people. Wide net. Wide lost <laughs> in the rain. Fucking net. What is the matter with you? I, I just fuck off, people. God damn. Next one. Uh, I'm just here to meet new people, not have sex. So if that's the case, please go somewhere. Go off fucking Tinder, <laughs> you dumb bitch. Texas Community College. That doesn't make that makes a lot of sense. Like, like anyway, <laughs> wide net. This is a great wide. Bit. Net, <laughs> this, this is a great bit. This one, we're just gonna go with it. My anthem. She's so mean by Matchbox Twenty. We're talking about white people music. You're Matchbox kidding 20. me. Uh, Twenty-two University of New Haven. Like anyway, <laughs> moving on. Um, I used to be a bad bitch, then shit got real, and now I'm just a sad bitch. <laughs> uh, and and her picture has her duck facing with the little hearts from the Snapchat, Snapchat filter. Oh. The Snapchat filters get me too, because oh, everyone thinks they look so much better in Snapchat filters. Like, bitch, we know it's just covering all your flaws up. Well, but I like I'd dogs. rather see your flaws. I don't. I don't want to see fake ass hearts. Wow, what? that was deep. 
Yeah. yeah. Okay. Ladies, ladies of the I internet. I think that's actually a Matchbox 20 song. <laughs> <laughs> ladies of the internet, send Michael Costantini your flaws because he wants them. Yeah. What would... Um, as, as the great Kendrick once said. What would the song lyric be in the... Because song lyrics are almost entirely douchey. What artist would be like in someone's bio that you're like, whoa, this, this person is interesting? Like, who would they be quoting where you're like, yeah. Hmm. Who would they be quoting? Hmm. You know, like if they dropped like yeah. a weird Al you, lyric can... in there, like I would be so in. Interesting. A, a weird Al know. lyric. <laughs> I can tell you what's not cool. What? Um, you know, any Drake? Drake's not cool. Never cool. Bob Marley. Never way cool. Way not cool. Never cool. Um, Tupac, not cool. Generally not cool. Generally not cool. Yes. Uh, Lady Gaga, not cool. Because that's no. all about being yourself. Fuck that. No, we Actually, don't want no, that. do that. That's the whole point of this podcast. Fuck. <laughs> Shit. Like. Uh, being Lady Gaga is not being yourself, though. True. You're right. Being Lady Gaga is being Lady Gaga. Yes. That's the, yeah. what, the, let me tell you something Fuck about that. the Gaga fans. Okay? The biggest posers I've ever met in my life. Yeah. No more poser than the Lady Gaga. Like, just be your own little monster. No, fuck off, dude. Like, be a person. Go well, ahead. Be a monster means, go ahead, be a psycho bitch. Everyone has to be okay with that. <laughs> Feminism. Exactly. You're right. You like tying up dogs and hanging, you know, sharpening your fingernails till they're pointing and stabbing people? Do it. You're a monster. It's great. <laughs> Fucking cunts, man. <laughs> you are coming in hot today. This has been dating without... No, I'm going to keep going. I told you... I warned... Uh, so when we started this podcast, I told Nico, he says, what do you want to do? I said, do you want me to start with the rant? You were heated. And he goes, I want you to start with the rant. I'll fucking start what with the rant. What other observations do you have about Tinder? What other observations do I have about Tinder? Hold on. Let me... Would you be... Would... You talk. I'm going to go back How would you on. feel about a Prince lyric? Oh, oh, a prince sold, right? I'm gonna put a ring sold. on it. Yeah, I'm putting right, a ring on right. it already. No, if I heard little red Corvette, baby, you got to slow down. Like I would be speeding up very quickly. <laughs> Let me just. <laughs> the engine is revved. I am in. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Ready? Go Ready ahead. For this one. Oh, this yeah, is Jesus. Jordan, 24. Hi, I'm Jordan. Also, she spells Jordan D Y N. Yeah. Who the fuck does? I don't Jordan know. Weaver. Keep going. Uh, exactly. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jordan. I believe in nothing but the truth of who we are. I am wild and extraordinary and somewhat of a bitch at times. I am sensitive in all the right areas as well as Yeah, no sexy, such thing as a wrong area to be sensitive. And lots in. of fun. I'm just here for hooking up, but I have a deal for you before we hook up. There is only one thing in this world I hate the most. I hate wasting time. If you're interested, chat me on Instagram. I'm wild and extraordinary, but also sexy. It's fuck off. That's some fake news right She's there. She's also a ginger. So Jordan looking saying. for he the truth. He also liked it. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Wide net, people. Wide net. Wide net. I need another is one. Is this going to be the new segment? Just Alex on Tinder? Yeah, just... this is pretty great. All right, here we go. Uh, so to start off, she has emojis. It's a guy and a girl holding hands, and then two girls holding hands. Probably bisexual. Okay. Mm. Now I understand what that means. <laughs> um Raised in Connecticut and earned my degree in creative writing in Maine. 50% Italian, which guarantees I'm loud and will speak my mind, and my mom says I swear too much. Quick wit and permission to take a lot of stupid selfies with you is all I ask. Let's go grab coffee. Like. I have a hot take. Uh, Too many Italians in the world. Really? I I know the irony coming from me, but I used to think that being from a loud Italian family was special, and now everybody all of a sudden, oh, I'm 10% uh, Italian. I think it's just something people say. No, it is something people say. But like this shorthand, like, no, most Italians I know are pretty boring, as a matter of fact, if everybody's calling themselves Italian. Oh, God. 
So this one specified their pronouns. Oh, no. No, they do that, too. No. Yeah, they do. There's so many that do that. That's a so, new thing? So yes. many do so that. In, in Are the there a lot of Zers on, on uh, Tinder now? This no. Is, this is they slash them, Nico. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Five Wait. feet tall. Can Please be gentle. Can I see the picture? <laughs> Nose ring, done up eyebrows, sure. Thanks, Quinn. Uh, <laughs> Please be gentle with me. I have anxiety. I don't know, man. Dunno is spelled D-O-N-N-O. God, fuck. Man, if you want to hang out with someone that will show you their entire Pokemon collection, then swipe right, I guess. Actually, Michael, you sure you don't want this one? Are you sure you don't? Man. Happy <laughs> medium, people. There's somewhere in between, like... Uh, Pokemon and and uh, and and coffee shops. I have someone else on cool to quote. Go ahead. This one says Jimmy Fallon has shaken my hand three times, so I guess you could say I'm kind of a big deal. Jimmy Fallon, not cool. Like, I like that one. I'm My- into that. Michael Scott, uh, not a good quote for your Tinder bio. Sorry. Oh, Michael. Oh, so basic. Yes, very basic. So basic. so many office quotes. Yeah. Oh, the office, like, friends, the office. Uh, Stranger Things. I'm looking for the gym to my Pam. Fuck off, bitch. You ain't Pam. Oh, my God. That one, too. Right? It's all oh the time. Oh, my God. It's everywhere. It's literally everywhere. Is that common? Oh, God, yes. Online dating is such a black It's hole. terrible. It's so awful. Real life dating sucks, too, though. Like, no, don't get me wrong. I mean, yeah, of course. But, but my God. Oh, awful. All right. People good, are basic. Good rant. All right. Uh, Michael, you have one? Talk about your snowflakes in your program. So... So I texted Alex the other day because I was sitting there in class and like none of us really, I shouldn't say none of us because there are plenty of people that pay way more attention than I do in class. Um, I was texting a couple people in class because I was not doing what I was supposed to be doing because I don't really care and I do all my work outside of school because who likes class? I basically, wa- I basically waste money to sit in <laughs> class. I know. So that's actually low key where I'm going. So we're, I'm sitting there and I'm talking to people. And it wasn't like a, like a realization per se, but it was just like everything just all like came together at once. I'm in a doctorate program with the most boring people in the world. Uh, I have a question. You'd, you'd think that people who are intelligent enough. No, not always. I have a question about doctors. As two people in the medical field, yep. and, and one that uh, went to the doctor a lot as once. a child, uh, yeah, <laughs> I went to a doctor once. I'm an expert. Yeah, man, it's yeah. Uh, are doctors generally speaking interesting, funny, engaging people, or are they generally boring? Old doctors. Old doctors. Old are. doctors are because back then they let anybody into med school. Right. If you were nice enough and could charm somebody, you got right in. Sure. Now with the test scores being so rigid and all the years of preparation, it literally they beat the fun out of you. Right. I've met some doctors that are just so stressed they are not fun at all, and the other half are autistic. Interesting. And okay. It's like I'm just gonna run this test, and you're like, oh, but am I gonna live? And like, yeah, you'll. And then they leave. So that probably makes sense then. I mean, the, the, the sample but size PTs that you're looking at should be they gotta touch people. You well, should that's... at least be people. Uh, should you be people? I mean, I'd rather my physical therapist be a robot, to be would honest you? with you. I don't want a PT. I don't think you would. Listen, I don't want, like, the, the PT that gets down on the weekends. Like, I don't need it. I don't need a PT that's sleeping around. Okay? Like, I want I want one that respects the human form as a piece of, of science. I want and nothing one who's more. intimately familiar with it. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't want the sexy PT. All right? That's the last thing I want. Massaging my calves after yeah, I've perfect. torn an ACL. Perfect. I don't need that shit. That's not where your ACL is. <laughs> Whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough, dude. No, I mean, you're working with a lot 
lot of old people and stuff. Like PTs, PT should be exactly like him. Okay, if this dude touches my body, I'm not gonna feel a damn thing. Okay, so save. I don't want that, dude. Don't need it in my life. Go ahead. I'm not really sure where you're going with that. I all I'm saying is I don't want a pervy physical therapist. I didn't say I wanted a pervy one. I said one that I could talk to. You need. To, you want to just sit there in awkward silence while they rub your granny rug? So, how about them Red Sox? Generally, go from generally speaking, though, ones that are more charming have get laid a lot more often. You know what I mean? Do they? Do they? People that are more charming get laid more often. I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> you want to tell him? I mean, I <laughs> I'm staying out of this. Yeah. This is between you two. <laughs> no, it's like I want a boring guy that I can. You know what I mean? It's like sometimes if I want, if I was gonna get a massage, I've never gotten a massage before, yeah. but I kind of want like an old lady giving me a massage. No, ew, gross. Now I don't need some like babe. I don't need no like flabby hands, like all <laughs> because no. then at least I feel like okay, this is a medical. Procedure, as opposed to <laughs> it might become something else. Otherwise, how much porn do you watch? <laughs> too man. much, too much. I don't uh, think that's how it works. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I'm really, I think you're really thinking way too much into like what goes on in a doctor's office. There's intimate stuff going on in a doctor's office. But Michael, isn't... if you ever need a business partner, well, you'll open a practice. I'll open a prostitution ring in the back. We'll get them coming and going. It'd be awesome. Uh, <laughs> what? It, it, this isn't a, like a doctor's like PT isn't usually a doctor's office like there's usually like a, a whole gym. bunch of people in a gym it's still it's not it's not that intimate there's touching going on okay there's touching if there's a hot person touching me it's 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 going to be different than an old lady touching me all it takes for Nico is a nice cool breeze <laughs> <laughs> I, I I'm telling you man no I, I I'm that's I keep it, keep it academic. Give me a nerd. That's all. Keep going. But nerds are the one that are, aren't nerds. The ones that also aren't getting laid, so therefore would be more inclined to be having those thoughts while they're with their patients. That's a good point. Mm. If you're getting worked on physical therapy, would you rather you have an erection or they have an erection? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Serious question. No, it's, it's like that was kind of my point. Right. We, we were doing would you rathers the other night. This one didn't come up. <laughs> this is an interesting would you rather, though. Isn't it? <laughs> this is quite fascinating. Who would you rather have an erection? Because, uh, uh, like, typically nerds are the ones that, typically, not always, typically the ones that aren't getting laid. Sure, generally speaking. And so they're more probably inclined to be thinking about their patients because they aren't getting any anywhere else. Good point. Okay, you've talked me into it. I want <laughs> <laughs> Swedish models as as a physical therapist but from here on out. That's why I want the person who gets laid because you know but, they ain't getting turned on by but me. But you're also if I got a PT who's out there banging tens on the weekend, and when my soft four comes in, they're gonna be like, oh, fine, I'm just gonna do my job. <laughs> That's a fascinating point. But okay, this, this also wasn't even about looks. This was about people being interesting. <laughs> but, yeah. All right. Fine. We'll cycle back. Okay. I, I, back, I'm all right. really confused. All right. Here. Anyway, physical. Regardless, physical therapy is very boring and are probably getting pretty pervy with their patients in the near future. Right. That's what we've established. Keep no, going. Just, they're boring. Go like, ahead. Keep going. Literally just said they're boring. We've established it. Go. <laughs> so I was sitting in class and I. What did I, what exactly did I say to you? Keep talking, I'll pull it up. So I I was I was talking to like a few different people, and everyone like we spend literally every day together for hours on end, hours on end studying in class, 
eating lunch together because this just that's just the nature of how grad school works. And there's also like 70 of us, so we're not that big, we're not that small either, but like we're we're a pretty close intimate group and everyone is afraid to offend anyone else. Sure. So they dumb it down to like the most boring level ever, which was my point. Of it was like how was your day? Bring back assholes. How how was your weekend? Oh, it was good. Okay, cool. I, it, I'm like, are you fucking kidding I'm, me? I'm missing what you're saying. Tra- it, All right, let me read the transcript. Go ahead. So Michael says, people really suck here. And I just respond with question marks because that wasn't really a sentence. Uh, he says, no one will have any sort of meaningful conversation, and I'm slowly drowning. He said in a relationship kind of way or in general? And he goes, in general. Drives me nuts. Everyone is careful not to offend someone because they might disagree. Yes, I know I sound like Nico right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I did say that. I to did. which I respond, I said, oh, go ahead. Call someone a snowflake. You know you want to. He says, I'll call everyone a snowflake in this class. Except maybe M, Michael's friend, because she has no problem arguing with me. Oh, I think M's the greatest person ever. Just a side note. Mm. Um, he goes, she's like the only one. It's really annoying. I just want a stimulating conversation. I'll take barely stimulating anything. I said you gotta like no kidding. <laughs> I said you gotta challenge people. Like you gotta make them think. And also now you see why I hate my job because my job is not swimming. So I do. They shut down or they try changing the topic because they're uncomfortable. Give me an example of a topic. Uh, today. So the story I told you beforehand mm-hmm. about all the girls freaking out about this is so funny. We're having this conversation about the girls freaking out about our professor like palpating the pelvis. Did, what, were, what you not, were you not listening to anything? No, I was listening, yeah. but I don't know what the term palpating means. Rubbing. Okay. Palpate. This is palpating. To touch. To touch. To, to like, they're like, you know, like, to, I, to palpate. And, push on uh, it. Palpating is to p- touch a structure to identify what it is. Got it. Okay. Right. So there, there were, in your class, there was a professor that in, as part of a lecture, which I'm sure is a lecture that he's given a million times before. Right. Massaged or, it or wasn't palpated. Even, it wasn't it's, massaged. it's literally just like It was literally that. what I did. Palpated a young woman's pelvis uh, to, to, to right, describe some sort of medical point. Because she was thin enough where you could actually see it on like a fat ass like me, where where my gut's gonna be in the way. Mm. This me too. Th- can we have this? All right, let's just turn. This, this is no, no. But this is this was where I was going with this. Right. Is so they so all these girls were like oh my god I can't believe he was touching her there all this stuff. Did like, the girl herself feel uncomfortable? Yes, okay. she did. Well, that's something. But I don't think it was any. I was in the room, hmm. and there were uh, like I've talked to multiple people about this today. There were guys in the room that didn't think anything of it, for obvious reasons, because we're guys. Sure. There were girls in the room that didn't think anything of it and thought all the other girls were overreacting. Right. Like, it's a learning environment where we're a hands-on profession, literally, and you need to touch people and get touched to actually learn. Hell yeah. Like, that's the whole point. Hell yeah, you do. Hell yeah. <laughs> that's, like, that's <laughs> the whole some point. some education. So, like, so at lunch, after, right after, physical, I was physical. sitting with a bunch of my friends, most of them are girls, because we've already had five guys drop out of the program in the last semester and three weeks, which is great. <laughs> so, I was sitting with a whole bunch of people, and they were, like, all going off about this, and they, like, reported him and all this stuff, and I was just, they were, like, they asked me, like, Mike, what do you think? And I was, I was like... I told them because I'm not going to hold back because that's just not me. I don't really give a shit if people think I'm an asshole. But I was like, you have to be really careful with what you say because something like that really isn't that big of a deal because we're in a learning environment. It was in front of other people. If he was doing that, like, you know, in a closed room with just the girl and 
he like forced her to do it. Like, sure. You might have an argument, but like you reporting something like that, like you could ruin that guy's career and, mm-hmm. and, and paint him as something he's not. Mm-hmm. And, but, it's, and, but, it's a, but, and it's a problem. And, and I understand this whole me too thing and everything that's going on. Right. I don't this, but this is not that right. Well, what, what I'll, I'll tell you, I'll point out where the gap in your logic is because this is the way that these people think, unfortunately. And I don't want to make this too much of like a liberal snowflake rant, but that's what it's going to become. Ultimately, uh, you are not allowed to determine if something's a big a deal or not, because everything now is determined. Every reaction or every action is taken on the reaction of the person that feels offended, right? Yep. It's all about, it's, it's how they feel. And regardless of intent, it doesn't matter what your intent was. It doesn't matter that he was trying to prove an academic point and perhaps made someone incidentally uncomfortable. It's if the reaction is bad, it doesn't matter what the intent is. And the punishment must must not match the crime, but how the person felt as a result of it. So if I say something that's offensive to you, the words themselves are not judged on merit. And there's no consensus that we come to about sort of general... Because there is a consensus that we can come to on certain words, on certain phrases, on certain actions. Yep. There is something that we can reach that says, all right, that's kind of over the line here. Yeah. That is now all thrown out the window. It's individual basis. Did you say this one thing that triggered this one person for this one specific reason? And how can we rectify their, at times, overreaction? And if we continue to think that way, we're not going to get anywhere. As you pointed out before, college is the place that we go to feel challenged, where we're supposed to be uh, uh, pushed to to think outside the box and to take on sometimes offensive viewpoints, right? Viewpoints that are peculiar to us, that are odd. Viewpoints that at one – see, here, here's what people – every point of view that you now believe was at one point offensive, 300 years ago, 400 years ago, if if you thought that being gay was okay, man, you could have been killed for it. You know what I mean? At one point, if yeah. you thought the earth was round, that was a controversial point of view. If, if you thought any of these things, they were controversial points of view. And now when they're presented to you and you feel just the, a tad bit peeved by it, we're supposed to match it with the fire and fury of firings and lawsuits and 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 language policing it's ridiculous well, no there are some genuinely bad people out there of course larry nasser terrible human being yes. like, like there are there is a certain way that men have conducted themselves especially men in power that needs to be addressed right mm-hmm. also like, like as, the harvey Weinstein of the world like what he's done is absolutely atrocious mm. aziz i'm sorry did nothing wrong yes that's all i'm gonna say that's true um but see now there's two two points i want to bring up to that um the first is how you were saying we're not going to get anywhere as a society if everybody keeps not being offended, I think that we, those willing to offend, are going to get really far. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to rise to the top of the ladder. Maybe. So quickly if nobody else is playing. If they don't destroy your career first. Yeah, well, you know. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. sure. You know what? I, right. Right. If I'm willing to go in there and make the balls heavy decision, this is what we're going to do. Everybody else is still in their focus groups. Mm-hmm. I'm rising to the top, baby. Sure. Here I come. All aboard the success train. Mm. The other thing I pointed uh, that really kind of confused me, you know, I said I didn't understand me too. I get, I get it. It's all about empowering that there are terrible people out there. But what Michael said really stuck with me. He said, even some of the girls didn't think this was a big deal. All right, ladies, listen, I'm going to need you to come to a consensus. 
tell me the rules and I'll play by them. Yeah. The rules keep changing. Right. All right. If I bring a girl home, do I need a consent form signed while sober mm. in front of my attorney and my mother? Like, yeah. In order to then have sex with you. Right. Do you need or, to take a blood alcohol test? Right. You have or to... is us both being drunk and you throwing your clothes off? Is that enough? Sure. Saying, oh, yeah, let's do it. Is that enough? Is it? Yes. Let's please commence now. You know, I don't want to be like, oh, yeah, let's do it. No, I didn't mean that. Like, come on. Let's take some of the clarity out of it. Or let's just agree that we can both make mistakes and it's fine. Right. Uh, and, then yeah. on, and then on top of that, in this whole situation, <clears throat> even one of the girls who was upset by it after, after, like, when we were talking about it at lunch, she, like, sat down and looked. She, like, just sitting next to me. She goes, like, I agree with a lot of what you're saying. And sometimes you guys do just get a bad rap. And, like, it's not even fair to you guys. Mm. And she's like, if that was, like, you or this other kid, Nick, or this other kid, Anthony, like, oh, the, the three guys that were in the room, if that was you and it was a female instructor touching you the same way that he was touching her, no one would have batted an eye. Mm. Like, you're so, like, <laughs> no kidding. No, no. Yeah. And that's that's. And the... I'm like, you every everybody just assumes... Like she said, we all guys tend to get a bad rep. Every girl just assumes that every guy just wants to fuck your brains out. Yeah, I want no part of that. Right, <laughs> right. That that you're right though. That is um, th the problem with identity politics. With this sort of identity politics, is that we don't look at the behavior itself and judge the behavior on whether or not it's right or wrong. We 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 look at everything through the lens of our labels, through men and women, black and white, etc. Right. Uh, if if you do this to a woman and this, you know, it, it's not this action is bad. You shouldn't do this to people. It's you shouldn't do this to women. And only women are able to speak about whether or not sexual assault is, is actually occurring or not. Only women are able to mm -hmm. to to be the authority based on their identity. They are the authority to speak on these issues. Yep. Right. You can't talk about race unless you're a, a member of a certain minority class. You can't talk about gender unless you're a woman. You can't write these issues now are they're no longer people issues. They're issues of that particular minority. And that's the problem. Right. And and more. Well, and it creates a war. It's then it's us right. against them. Exactly. It's not us solving a problem. It's my group versus your group. I'm right. You're wrong. There's you have to change because I'm right. Mm -hmm. You know, not let's come to a consensus. Let's admit there were mistakes on both sides. Mm -hmm. No, yeah. every form of bigotry and hatred has always come from identity politics. It's always been this group is the only authority to speak on it and not everybody. Once you kick people out of the conversation, nothing's getting solved. Um, I, I, I've been talking about this a lot on the other podcast uh, about, about the Me Too stuff because I am skeptical about the whole Me Too thing. The problem with Me Too is it has become now a an, a larger – it's no longer we're going to attack this one systematic issue – it is now we're going to pick out every instance of a woman being in some way uncomfortable or in in some point at some point wronged and say this is indicative of a larger problem. Here's the thing with movements. A movement or 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 an a, or a piece of activism has to be attacking a larger societal problem, right? It has to be something systemic. The civil rights movement was a war against Jim Crow laws about the racism of the system. We're in a system where everybody's not playing by the same rules. And what Me Too started as, and I believe it did start with good intentions, is that women in some way, either it's in Hollywood or other private sectors, have been 
systematically abused and more broadly, their abuse has been covered up, right? If it's not pertaining to that particular issue, you don't get to call me too. You don't get to tweet hashtag. Go ahead, pop it. Okay. Uh, you, you don't get to tweet hashtag me too unless you're part of that larger societal problem. Just because you had this one run-in with this one guy that you weren't too pleased with. On a bad Tinder date. Yeah. Doesn't mean that the world is, 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 um, is in some way contributing to that bad behavior. Well, and here's the two things. Fine. One, everybody wants their 10 minutes. Right. No, that's true. Everybody wants to have a Me Too story because everybody wants to belong. Identity mm -hmm. politics. Sure. Back to that. And two, the people who started this movement then can't say, what? You had a bad date? That's no fucking comparison because you're not allowed to be an asshole right. anymore. Right. I was talking about this in the one place you're allowed to be an asshole. The family barbershop. <laughs> you know, it's a father-son business. Been in town for years. They've been cutting my hair for 22 years. Mm -hmm. They don't give a flying fuck. Because oh. it's all men, blue collar. But I was telling them, you're not allowed to be an asshole anymore. Mm -hmm. Man, I want to bring back assholes, guys. Yeah. Or, yeah, just bring back people that are at least willing to offend, are, are, are okay with getting a negative response back. Well, and who aren't so dependent on their ideas that they need you to accept it. Right. You can come in and say, you know, just to jump venues, you know, higher taxes is what we need to stimulate the economy. And I can say lower taxes. And that's fine as long as we both have evidence to back it up. I'm a big fan of evidence. Mm -hmm. And we both argue our points well. Neither of us has to change the other. There is no right answer. Right. Exactly but, right. I mean, there is, but you won't know that until you try it. And so you try something in the middle. You come to a consensus like adults mm -hmm. and go from there where both sides are happy, not both sides are hostage. Sure. And then people, and this is a big politics issue, then be happy with what you got. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you know, we, we folded on, you know, DACA or whatever, or the wall or whatever, and that's abysmal, terrible, we didn't get everything we want. No, no, because you still did get a lot of what you wanted. Yes. Right? You still got your budget passed. You still got whatever. I wasn't following it that closely. Sure. But you still the, got something out of it. This is how democracy works. This right. is how democracy is supposed yeah, to work. If people disagree. Right. And if there is, you know, if everybody believes the exact same way and speaks with the exact same language and does things exactly the same, well, you're getting pretty damn close to authoritarianism. You're getting pretty damn close to a a uh, a, a an apocalyptic society. You know, not not a society. Okay, go ahead. This is great here. Oh, I love this. Thank you. No problem. Yeah, this is this is great audio engineering. Um. Yeah, I know. It's it, um, this, and it's it's so tough with this issue because you don't want to undermine those that have actually been affected by this right. sort of stuff. And of course, no one wants to. But like every movement needs to be thought about critically, or else the movement isn't going to be all that successful. Right. Well, you need to get buy-in from people in order to change anything. You know, like uh, Dave Chappelle had a bit where he said, you know, women, ladies. You're going to need a dude's help at some point. Right. You know, Ben Affleck came forward. He's like, I Sam. It's like, you grabbed a titty back in 1990. He's like, all right, fuck it. I'm out. Have fun. Right. No, You're on your yeah. own. All right. Deal with your problems. Okay. If right. I'm never allowed to. I, to talk about it. Right. And I'm and I'm no longer allowed to be better. Like, I, I, can, right. I can't make a mistake. There's no forgiveness anymore. No. You know, because it's always, it, there is this bloodlust for revenge and for justice. Mm -hmm. We have that mechanism for justice. It's called the legal system. Yep. Like that's, and if it fails, it fails. That's fine. I mean, there's obviously been failures in the, in the justice system. It hasn't been perfect. 
But when someone does something wrong, they are prosecuted for those crimes and in a perfect world serve those punishments. Right. And then you move on and you keep functioning because that's the point of this society is that this this society was built on complicated people that made mistakes and that did bad things. And we're supposed to live in a world where we can get better and, and we can work towards a common goal. But the more that we keep taking jobs away mm -hmm. and we keep wanting to, to tarnish people's reputations in a public way to make a point out of them. I mean, we were having this I, – I, I touched on this conversation a little bit a couple weeks ago, similar to the conversation that we had together at that poker night one night. But it, there is this insatiable bloodlust that we have uh, that's only getting worse. And, and if we cannot – Take a good look in the mirror on some of these issues and say, hmm, maybe let's try doing it this way. We all looking, we're all looking for the same goal. Uh, let's work together on this and not apart. It, it's only going to get worse. It's really only going to get worse. Um, did you hear that story about Uma Thurman and Quentin Tarantino? I did not. Have you? Summarize. No. So uh, Uma Thurman came out with this story uh, in the times about Harvey Weinstein and how she was also sort of a victim of his perviness and creepiness and, and sure. uh, sexual harassment. Um, and uh, so everybody was sort of jumping to her defense or whatever. And buried in this story was another tidbit about her time on set uh, for Kill Bill um, okay. and how there was a day where the stunt woman for kill bill had canceled and she was stuck doing her own stunts. And, uh, she, she was, there was a scene where she had to drive a truck through like a jungle or some wooded area or something. And, uh, the vehicle that she was given, she claims was defective. And there was something in there that, that made her feel unsafe and she did not want to do this stunt. And Tarantino told her, you'll be fine, just do it anyway, and sort of pushed her to do it and do her own stunt. She ends up driving the car and crashes the car on set and gets severely injured by it, okay? Uh, the steering wheel sort of hits her uh, her waist area and apparently she has she's had like posture issues ever since and it's been – it was this long – yeah, I don't know what it is. Yeah, you could, you could probably help Uma out a little bit. If you ever gotten probably you like spun, uh, was it spinalisthesis? There you go. Sure. <laughs> Did you just learn that today? No, I, we've talked about it a couple times. It's just hard to pronounce. Okay. <laughs> My doctor gave me some penicillin for that once, and I was fine. <laughs> yes. I don't know why I'd give that for a vertebral column deformity, but all right. <laughs> the joke was, it sounds like an STD. <laughs> I got it. it was very wrong. <laughs> oh. Nerd, not not a people person. Little right hip, here. little hip for the room. Oh. Little hip for the room. That joke. I little, guess, yeah. man. I guess. Gotcha. Listen, I run shit, right? <laughs> I know you run shit. You don't gotta tell me twice. Anyway, back to Uma. So, uh, um, Weinstein steps in and buries the story. Does not allow her to. I guess they there was some confidentiality agreement, or there was something where they had the footage of the crash. But they would not give it to her unless she agreed to stay silent about it. And so all these years pass by and Weinstein does his Weinstein thing and, and crushes this story in Hollywood. Yep. And now uh, this story comes out and Tarantino starts getting put on blast for it. And they're like, oh, Tarantino was part of this larger Me Too problem, right? And, and saying, oh, she, you know, he, he was complicit in Weinstein's horrible behavior towards Uma Thurman. And just a couple of weeks ago, Tarantino willingly releases the footage, gives it to Uma and says, do whatever you want with it. I'm very sorry about what happened. I want to put this out in the open and I want to make sure that you're taken care of. And Uma forgives him for it, says, I understand. I want to thank my friend Tarantino for doing this. Whatever. Um, 
I understand that Uma had that Harvey Weinstein sexual assault shit. Right. And I get that. And that is a, that is a important conversation to have. What I'm struggling with is how this story about a car crash and a Hollywood fixer that, you know, kept a, kept a story under wraps is indicative of any sort of larger societal problem about women. Like, how is this a feminine, all of a sudden become this, this, this thing for feminists to get angry about and why is it that one bad mistreatment towards a woman is indicative of a larger societal problem towards women that's my problem that i'm having can we in some way separate activism about large causes about causes that we all need to look in the mirror at and one example of a guy being an asshole to one person right there's no line anymore so in this instance you know, one girl was made uncomfortable in your class. And I get if one girl's made uncomfortable in your class. Well, it, the, the problem was it wasn't – she was uncomfortable. Mm. But, like, all the other girls could, like – who weren't paying attention to, like, the fact that we were trying to learn in that moment, like, saw that she was uncomfortable. So then they were uncomfortable. Right. Right. Which also makes no fucking sense. Right. But – but and because they've taught to feel that way. Right. I mean, they it, – it, it, it's, a, it's a thing where, you know – independent injustices if we want to call them that are, are now something that we're all supposed to get rattled up about because it's indicative of of the patriarchy right it's society that's that's persecuting us and even seven outside feminism you know you right. had a bad day it's now my problem sure no, it's not fuck you right you had a shitty day because your boss is an asshole that sucks mm-hmm. it's not all bosses are assholes or your company is evil mm-hmm. it's you had a shitty day with a person because for a god knows amount of reasons sure that's how the world works mm-hmm. <laughs> right like it's not yeah people are people and i think people got to remember that is this kind of shit happens it, nobody's it, perfect and i wish that the people throwing these accusations would own up to some they're of their own like transgressions you know you know maybe one time i it doesn't have to be anything like you know one time i raped somebody and i got raped so now it matters sure it doesn't have to be but you know just to acknowledge that this is the situation i was in i let myself be there after it was done i went back you know not that that obviously there are scenarios where there's a psychological hold and that's unforgivable, but there are still these people who, you know, kind of – it's the regret. I think the regret accusations that you hear about – and again, you know, you'll never know if they're true or not. But you hear the rumors that there are – you know, you go, you sleep with a guy, you regret it the next day, and then you cry rape. Mm-hmm. It's, that's not rape. No, I, yeah, it is. And it – the, the – uh the defense to that point of view and the counter argument that you're always going to hear is that is such a small minority and that the, the, that the majority of sexual assault is legitimate sexual assault. Right. And that's terrible. Unforgivable. And, and, right. And, and so, you know, we can live with the few examples of, of false accusations right. in, in service of, of all of the justice we're serving yeah. towards the true accusations. Uh, Man, I don't know anything that sounds more un-American than that, well, though. Here's I really I, don't. Here's what I got to say, and, you know, getting real for a second, is that there is probably nothing on earth that scares me more than a false accusation like that. Yeah. As a, as a guy, and every guy across the goddamn country, everybody listening to this podcast, should be scared of the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not fear-mongering, but you should be scared of this. One accusation ruins your fucking life. Mm-hmm. And I've worked real hard to get this far to my cushy job where I don't have to work that much and they still pay me. <laughs> you know, one accusation, though, it ruins the whole thing. 
Yeah. And it's, I'm really careful. So I work as a swim instructor and that's little kids in bathing suits. Sure. And Michael's seen me do it. I am the most careful person at that facility to never cross a line. Mm-hmm. I, I don't hold kids. I don't hold hands. I don't give hugs. I, if I'm holding a kid, it's with closed fists because I take a lot of steps to make sure that I am never caught in one of those crosshairs. And that should terrify everybody. Yeah. No. And, and uh, again, people are going to be like, oh, you're just a guy. Like, you have no idea what women have to deal with. But it's like there is, a, as I said before, a happy medium here. Right. There is a way where we can make sure justice is served for those that are actually affected and to protect those that may get – I mean that's that's the whole point of the justice well, and, system. Protect those, again, protect those aren't just women. Right. It's you know, And my concerns can be legitimate without yours being false. Yes. We can both have legitimate stakes. Mm-hmm. I can be genuinely scared of false claims. Right. And what I'm getting is women should be pissed at false claims. Sure. Every false claim undermines a real claim. Correct. That's true. If we could get I, rid I made, of false claims, we all sleep I made the same better. point today. Because mm. I, I, the girl I was having this discussion with, the girl who was sitting next to me wasn't the one who was actually – Sorry, I forget. I'm holding the fucking mic because Nico's <laughs> You're like a stand-up. Nico's like Nico's a fucking degenerate over here with only two mic stands. Yeah. But anyway, so I was the girl I was actually having this debate with was across the table from me. The girl that I mentioned before was sitting next to me is not the girl I was having it with. So I was I was I literally said so to many her, "Ladies, I know there was there was me." So and, one of the great mysteries in life. It was it really me is. and five other girls. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> so Michael and five Michael up. and his harem were eating lunch one day. <laughs> And this is what they talked about. So, so she was making her whole point and her whole like, yeah, empowering. And it was like, listen, like this is a two way street, though. Like you have to be with with great power comes great responsibility over here. Mm-hmm. Like you got to be careful what you do because with you guys complaining about this today, you could have just lost us a professor right. over something that was literally nothing. Right. Yeah, no. Like, it made you feel uncomfortable, but is that really worth him losing his job over? Like, that's that's the risk you have to weigh. Like, mm-hmm. and I get that you maybe felt uncomfortable, which I which I don't personally believe is valid, because it was a, literally a learning opportunity in front of seventeen other people. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're commit if you're committing a sexual misconduct act or inappropriate touching in front of seventeen other people, you're first off a psychopath. And second, there's, there's a really big problem with the institution, the fact that this guy's been around for so long. Yeah, it's... Okay, like, but you guys making that claim, like, you could ruin a lot for that guy. Right. No. On top of us, like, you're taking away another source of information who, by the way, everyone prior to this day loved. Yeah, it's, uh, it's part of the problem with us taking the justice system into our own hands and the court of public opinion being the end-all, be-all. Like... Again, the legal system isn't perfect, but it's in place to prevent stuff like this. Innocent until proven guilty is still a principle that we have to follow. And if we're not, you know, I get it. Yes, believe people if they say that that they were abused. But yes, it is important to believe them. But if there's reason not to believe them, then you don't believe them anymore. I saw it with my own eyes today. Right. No, that's that's what evidence is, right? Like, had she she made this complaint, like, if it was just them one-on-one, like in a private, in a private session, room, in a yeah. private tutoring session, in like a closed room with no windows. By the way, there were windows in the room to the fucking hallway. Mm-hmm. Like I'd understand you, your complaint. Like I would, I would, you know, right. I would back you one hundred percent because I couldn't see it. I'm going off of your word, and if you felt strong enough to like say that, then you know what, you there might be some merit to it. Maybe. 
I said might be. Right. I said might. And and then you look into it more. Well, I mean right. that's that's exactly. no exactly. And there's a due process for this. And it's and and by the way, the repercussion if someone does something like this is not tar and feather them in the streets. No kidding. It's right. it's give them the proper punishment under the law because that is what a fair and free democracy does. Right. That's how we're supposed to run this thing. And if we're not running it like that, if we're letting the mob control who, yeah, man, I'm sound a really internet conspiracy theorist. Today. Yeah, you are. But you no, know, if we let the mob control our justice system, then what are we? I mean, that's every, you know, every uh, unfree system has got that start that way. Nico. Yeah. Do you think chemicals turn the frogs gay? They're <laughs> <laughs> turning the frogs gay, Pierce. Can I also make murder pills? Can I also make two points about this? Yeah. First off, the girl also never said no. Yeah. She she yep. never said I don't want to be the demo because mm-hmm. he he asked he said will you be like our demo and like get on the table for us? Mm-hmm. She never said no. Mm-hmm. And like it was very clear that we were doing pelvis stuff because we were literally looking at a model of a pelvis and. Uh, identifying the different rotations of the pelvis and palpating it on each other before he was demonstrating. And on top of that, this guy, he's in our anatomy lab. He touches the cadavers the same way he touches people. Right. Like, like yeah. I've seen him touch people a million times like this. Yeah. A million times. And that's why I'm like, I, I've seen this. He literally touches the cadavers the same way. He's touching you as like you're an anatomical specimen specimen. Not as if he's trying to get in your pants. Also, she was like, he was in my pants. He was right under your waistband. I could see three quarters of his fucking finger. Like, what the hell is your problem? You know what that is, though, Michael? What it's is a, that? It's a microaggression is what it is. <laughs> That's what it is. No, I, I, I'm just... But th- this it's is, everything is subtle. Everything right. is, you know? Well, and you have to remember, Michael, that women are simultaneously incapable of saying no to an authority figure, yet powerful enough to be running companies and making decisions. I, I don't get that either. Whoa. Now we're getting get real. <laughs> now we're getting real. It's oh, the, it's shit. The di- it's know? the dichotomy. It's, you know, own up to it. You know, the, the quintessential argument is like auto insurance. You know, I want women want to be equal. Okay, let's raise your auto rates. Oh, well, I don't want that right. because men are more risk prone. It, it, you got to own it. Right. No, yeah. All right. That's my you want, you and, wanna, you know, would you like to be – drafted into the military if, if we ever go to war right. yeah and i've said a lot of you know i sound like a huge asshole tonight yeah. but it, that's what it boils down to yeah is you gotta own it no it is it it and uh and equality is not what we're looking for like like right. equality where every person it, it you know on, on both sides of the gender spectrum are 50 50 equal is not what we're looking for we're looking for success we're looking for opportunity for both sides mm-hmm. and we're looking for both sides affording them the ability to be happy and and to and to to be a free and equal member of society sure we're not looking for both genders to be the same though right we're just not i mean we're not, because both genders want different things i mean it's true right. i mean what, what some men want and what some women want are different and we want to give them the ability to have those two different things. And if a woman wants to be a CEO of a company, then yeah, damn straight, I want a woman to be the CEO of a yeah. company. Absolutely. But there's a give and take here. There is. And it it, it feels like, my God, this us three white dudes on a podcast talking about it sounds so horrible. But it's I know it, it it's true, well, though. <laughs> I know. I, I, wow. Yeah. Well, I can't wait. Yeah. I mean, feminism, unfortunately, though, does feel like it's just men hating. It really yeah. is. It's just like men have something that I want and I'm going to do anything in my means to get right. it. And it's and it's not just I'm going to do anything in my means to get it. Those means are usually trying to take down, take men down in the process. Right. When there's nobody I respect more. 
I will say, than the, the women who go out in business and then reinvest their money in, like, education for young girls. I was watching Shark Tank the other day. Okay. And there was this company, two women, college graduates, a little older than us. And they said, this is a science program designed to get young girls into engineering. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Yeah. I love that shit. I'll eat that up all day because you are actively trying to be a part of the solution. People do this at work all the time. We've talked about this before. Nico and I have. You know, the way to solve a problem is to be a solution, right, is to bring part of the solution. If you don't, if you're not actively helping to solve a problem, you're part of the problem. Mm-hmm. You know, every time I go sit in my boss, it's what do I need to prep before the meeting? What should I bring? I got yelled at, not yelled at today. My boss wanted to make sure I was okay because there was an initiative I wanted to pursue. My, I was told no. I did it anyway on my own on company time, but I pursued it during some of my downtime, and then I presented it and said, "Look, it. I know you guys told me not to. This is what I did. This is what I can do for you." They shut me down again. And I said, you know, I, I'm just hoping you don't have any resentment over that. I said, why would I have any resentment over that? I, you told me not to do it. Right. I went ahead anyway and did it. Right. Because I wanted to be ready because I, I believed enough in myself that I thought that my way was better. Sure. And so I brought it to you. And on the off chance, you said, yeah, this is really good. I'm glad you pursued this. Takes all the credit. You said, no, fine. I scrapped it. It's gone. Yeah. No. It's actually not gone, but. It, no, it is. It's It's all presenting problems no presenting solutions be a doer people yeah be a doer i'd also like to point out that this whole conversation uh the initial point i was trying to make was that i said what i like we each said our piece there and then someone else at the table tried to change the topic because they didn't want anyone else to be offended and that's right, where, that's where boring. this was going in the first place oh right. Huge sure, right people sure. are boring yeah so the- <laughs> So the whole people are boring thing. That's what this was initially going. <laughs> right. Not that this went into an absolute tailspin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pe- pe- yeah. No, sure. no yeah. Well, but, like, but like we had like <laughs> sure. no joke. The girl, even the, the girl who tried to change the topic texted me later and was like, hey, like I know that like things got a little tense at lunch. I just want to let you know, like I agreed with a, a lot of what you said and everything like that. She probably just, doesn't. And I, she's like, I hope like none of us offended you or anything like that. And I was like. I because I disagree with you doesn't mean that I'm offended. Like we're allowed to disagree. Like I still love you all the same. Like we don't have to think the same to be like to love each other, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I know. People used to I was get like a, I I have no problem telling you what I think and then listening to what you have to say and having a dialogue about it. Yeah, I, like, I have no problem with that. Like you're not going to offend me. I'm an asshole too. Like I'm all for this whole asshole movement yeah. in 2018. But like no. back assholes, But like the, people be But everyone yeah. is just like we can't have like that's a stimulating conversation. Like that is an exchange of ideas, whether I agree with them or not that everyone else just wants to suppress because they're like, I don't want to offend anybody. Mm-hmm. I'm like, can we, fu- can we stop? I know. When like, I saw- I, like we have to sit all day in a theoretically stimulating environment that I can't stand because it's not stimulating at all. I know this is tough. All right. Forgive <laughs> I'm just me. I'm just ready. <laughs> I'm to hold up the tough. mic. <laughs> Like, I, I get it. Like, we're supposed to be, at, like, mentally active all day long. Mm. But I'm pretty sure you'd rather have, like, a stimulating conversation than constantly be thinking about the biomechanics of the spine in relation to the hip for six hours a day. I'm taking this history class, 
and it's for my gen ed and it's an african studies class that's cool um and uh i wish it was cool but it's it's quite boring what chapter is kendrick lamar yeah i i'm waiting for i'm wait i'm waiting for the chapter where we go to wakanda and there's like a bunch of like precious metal underneath and then the great king kanta came down (laughs) and bestowed upon his people a great heart like when is black panther entering this equation is what i'm trying to figure (laughs) out okay that's all i'm trying to figure out um but uh, we were talking about the country of New Guinea, which I don't even think is in Africa. Yeah, it is. New Guinea is in Africa. Yeah. Okay. Because we were we're going we're bouncing around. We're going Asia too. We're doing you, a bunch you of. Have, isn't there's a uh, there's New Guinea and then there's Guinea East. And where's Papua is, New Guinea? Is that the same as I New Guinea? That's the same. No. Th- is it the same I thing? I think it's the same thing. I think that's the one in Africa. God, we're gonna get there's... crucified in these comments. <laughs> Fuck. Can someone look up a map. I know. <laughs> so have we map. been arrogant enough here? Have we been talking out of our Fuck. ass more? Of a... Forgive us for our lack of now geographical gonna, yeah, knowledge. Now we're going to geography. First, we have no socio- <laughs> sociolo- sociological there's perspective. That, on that African country down in Antarctica. Yeah, sure. Kind no. of in, you know, Southeast Asia. Yeah. Uh, Papua New Guinea is an island. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here we go. Google Maps. Off the coast. Google uh, Maps. Please be off the coast of Africa. Africa. Or is that South America? Because there's... Off the coast of Australia. Oh, Fuck. shit. Oh, <laughs> Fuck. So I believe it's technically part of Asia. Shit. No, that's Oceania. Shit. Don't, don't come at me with your Oceania <laughs> shit. All right? That's Australia. Don't come at me. Don't come at me with your that's Oceania Australia, shit. That's Australia, though. That's Oceania. <laughs> right there is Oceania. Probably. It's in the middle of an ocean. Yeah, that's <laughs> therefore that's, that's definitely the ocean. So I was right the first time. It's not in Africa, right? Okay, but Guinea is. But, yeah, but Guinea is. They just added Papau beforehand. That's new. the Australian part. That's yeah, Papau New you're Guinea. Ju- so you're telling me Papau New Guinea and and New Guinea are two completely different things and two completely. I don't know. Well, but... not anymore. I'm not telling you that. <laughs> I but was. I, but... No, not true. New Guinea is right next to Papua New Guinea. Shit. What's is it Equatorial Guinea or yeah, something like that? Yeah, there's definitely a Guinea in Africa. You're now just making up words. No, 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 I'm no, really no no no. no, no, no. no Equatorial Guinea. Equatorial Guinea is a real thing on the equator. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on, let's fight. Which is why I think it's next to Africa or there's South gotta America. Be, there's got to be Because I'm pretty sure something like Guinea next to like Dude, South it, America, too. If we go over three on Africa, <laughs> God, shit. Guinea also kind of sounds like a racial slur, but uh, Equatorial Guinea. Well, it is, but not for black people. Right. Uh, is indeed in Africa. There, ah, you go. there we go. Yes. Hey. Right. One for three, baby. I saved us. What's the one off of South America? Madagascar? No, no, that's, that's Africa. off Africa. That's Africa. God damn it! <laughs> that's where they're talking penguins. That's, that's all I know about Smile that. Smiling boys. French Guinea is in uh, is in South America. Fre- yeah, there you go. These fucking Pretty guineas. sure. Wait, fuck. Where These the fucking is guineas, from? man. These fucking where? guineas. My roommate is. I think. Oh, fuck, I don't remember where he's from. Anyway. Anyway. I don't even know what point I was making. Oh, African history boring. <laughs> I'm in this. I'm in this boring African history. Also, isn't it Black History Month? Oh, oh he's from Guyana. Wow, Black, that's not the same thing. Oh, we are Whoops. getting crucified yeah, in this. Well, I'm an asshole. It's fine. No, it's Black History Month. How, how is that? <laughs> wait a minute. How is that spelled? G U Y A N A. Okay, that's that's the French Guiana in oh. South Africa. Or South so, America. Oh, South good. America. I feel better. Okay, there you go. <laughs> I don't know how it's pronounced. It's probably yeah. pronounced Guiana. Okay. So we were talking about it. And the professor is just very dull, and she is um, um, she's talking about New Guinea, and someone in the the lecture 
referred to the people of New Guinea as the tribal people of New Guinea. Or he, he said, yeah, some of the tribal people in New Guinea, implying that it was sort of an you – know, um, I don't even know what he was implying. Just that, they're, just that they're in tribes. I mean, I don't know what he was implying. I think he just sort of said it. Was he implying they're like uncivilized? <laughs> like I don't think he. Pl- I don't think he meant to imply anything. I think he just did the tribal people of New Guinea. Okay. And the professor got furious. She's like, uh, uh, "What? Why are you referring to them as tribal people of New Guinea? They're just the people of New Guinea." And he's like, from now, we're going to call them the people of New Guinea, okay, everybody? And, like, the guy felt horrible in class because clearly he didn't mean anything by it. He had just sort of said it because he was trying to show off some knowledge he had about Asia. I don't know what he was trying to do. But it's this language policing that has gone so far where, you know, like you said, people are now afraid to speak up. That guy's going to think twice now the next time he says something in a lecture. And he may have something to contribute. Certainly I have nothing to contribute, you know? And I'm not the one that this is affecting. It's going to affect the people with the good ideas. It's going to affect the people that actually have opinions worth a damn that uh, that, that uh, are, are being shut out because of this. It's yeah. the self-censorship people are doing. Yeah, it's people got you got to be confident in yourself to just go for it. Yes. Like, be, a, be a doer. I don't know if I ever experienced anything like that. I, like and I took a whole bunch of history classes and psychology. Like you could say some offensive things, mm-hmm. yeah. And I don't know if that's one because, like, no one. I just had the classes where no one spoke up. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just I didn't go to class. <laughs> like I don't know what it was. Mm-hmm. Also, Quinnipiac isn't known for its diversity. No, as we could tell that by the bar, as we, we experienced by our no, bar experience. No, that is true. I, yeah. I'm not disagreeing with that at all. Yeah, <laughs> take your arguments to Brigham Young. Let's see how this works out. <laughs> I have a friend that goes there now. Really? Yeah. Oh, right. She's a doctor. Yeah. Or gonna be a doctor. Yeah. How's she doing? She's good. I actually, huh. I actually should text her because I've yeah, talked to her in a while. Give her my number. <laughs> I would never. I would never do that to her. Why? <laughs> Because one of these days we're gonna have a conversation about how this dude does not do any of the heavy lifting for us. No, he doesn't. Whereas, oh, like, the heavy li- first off, you want me, you want we've me done to the heavy set lifting. you, you we want have. me to set you up with a girl who's three thousand sixty miles away. Actually, I want you to set me up with M, but you seem resistant <laughs> to that because I'm trying not to let you get hurt. <laughs> I'm actually doing you a favor there. <laughs> if she's on this planet, there's a chance. That's okay. What I'm That's I. It, it, <laughs> any, any, no anybody's chance. a twelve-hour flight away. I mean, <laughs> it's an incredible world. Uh, yeah. No. One of these days, we're gonna have that conversation. The next podcast. Because I don't Turn know. In. The two of us are fucking blood brothers over here, and we're really like uh, we're we're wingmen in it up for one another. And you're just like, Ooh, I'm gonna keep my five triggered feminist to myself I'm, it's a selfish there's, harem first off, yeah. <laughs> first off there's there's much more than five God, shit. <laughs> fuck off, you fuck you off, there, there, are, there are many more than five that was just the five at the table <laughs> second I don't, i'm not keeping them to myself that's for damn sure mm, sharing is caring bro anyway I haven't found good matches for you guys. Nico, first step, it's Blood Brothers. Then it's Eskimo Brothers. And yep. then we go from there. And- <laughs> <laughs> then it's we go to Paris. It, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> then we go to Paris. That's where we go next. God damn it. Anything else you wanted to say today? No, I, I'm ranted out, man. I think I've dropped in. How many F-bombs have I dropped this? A lot. You dropped a podcast. C-bomb in there, which was good. Um, I did. But but we did not say the N-word, so I think we've uh, we, we've gotten through this podcast on skate. We went from, you know, rant to 
very critical to kind of uplifting at the end. Be a doer. That's Maybe. That, that's the message I want you all to remember. <laughs> be a doer. Solve your own problems. Oh, God. Everybody's going to hate us. I have a question. Oh, God, yeah. This is totally unrelated to everything else we've talked about today. Okay. So are you actually planning on doing that idea that, was it Brian that he gave you about the Google search thing? Probably not, but it's a good idea nonetheless. I'm going to stow it away for when yeah, I become so, yeah. famous. Okay. I'm gonna, you know what I mean? That was, that's pretty funny. Yeah. The, the idea was you bring on a guest and you don't tell them what the podcast is, but you go through their search history with them yeah. and you just go through the whole browser and you try to learn something about them and mostly just about their porn preferences, but anywhere, right. you know, Correct. somewhere in between. It's a great idea. I really do like it. That was, I, I actually thought that was a good idea. Like he doesn't have many. Yeah. That's, I know. <laughs> that's very Diamond true. in the rough, man. <laughs> that's very true. Uh, all right. Thus concludes our, uh, our 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 meeting of the uh, of the alt right. So congratulations. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> this meeting is now adjourned. Uh, and we're the alt right. We're doing pretty good then. Yeah. Uh, don't don't forget right. your uh, your white hood hoods next week. Okay. Of course not. Yeah. There we go. I have I have some tiki torches for you all. Wonderful. <laughs> we'll, we'll be all set. Can't wait. I can't wait to talk to Milo. <laughs> <laughs> is he gonna be here? Uh, Fuck that guy. Fuck. Fuck, that guy is right. That guy is right. Okay. Uh, man, this is the Think Tank. Let's do this more often, shall we? I like it. I like the new setup, the new desk, the new mixer, the new mics. It's great. Mostly because I don't have to hold my mic. Yeah, and, and the new us. We're, the new us. All, this is it, man. Worldview. Uh, fresh out of college. Listen, when you minds have open, experience of the real world. This is what, we do. <laughs> what is it? Clear hearts, open minds, or clear minds, open hearts. I don't fucking Can't know. lose, bro. Can't lose. Can't lose. Nowhere to go but up. Yeah. Man, I do not think a Friday Night Lights quote would end this podcast, but it just did. Here, I'll end it with a Larry Nassar quote. Hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, sorry. Thanks for one. swimming in the think tank. <laughs> Have a good one. Bye, everybody. At Alex Lawson 1. Later. Later.